0: You know what that means, another episode of the Loud Pedal. I am joined with my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up? And of course, me, the mouth. Our guest tonight is the three-time national USAC Sprint Car Champion, the macho man, Brady Bacon. Welcome to the show, Brady.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a pleasure. So, Brady, to ask the obvious question first, how did you get your racing career started?
1: Uh, my dad and grandpa raced, and so I just started uh, when I was about five years old in quarter midgets and went, got up to the micros and started racing sprint car, a little bit of sprint car stuff when I was uh, like 15 midgets, and then uh, when I was 16, we, we did really good, first few USAC midget races we ran, kind of caught, caught some people's attention, kind of kept the ball rolling from there.
2: Now, Brady, you've raced, uh, I'd imagine, hundreds of tracks across your career. Uh, Is there one in particular that's your favorite? And and please don't say Grandview. Yeah, please don't.
0: (laughs) I know know you've Uh, (laughs)
1: got a lot of money out of Grandview. Um, It uh, it used to be one of my worst tracks, and now it's definitely uh, at the top of the list for my best tracks. So, uh, yeah, I like different tracks with different kind of cars. I like Hobstot, Indiana, with wing sprint cars. Knoxville uh, with non-wing sprint cars. So uh, Terre Haute's another one, uh, kind of my favorites over the years.
0: As a driver, what's what's the difference between a wing sprint car and a non-wing sprint car from like a driver's standpoint? The feel, uh, speed, anything like that?
1: Uh, they're a lot different. I mean, you know, you don't ever feel like you're going to turn it over in a wing sprint car. And sometimes you feel like you're going to turn over every corner in a non-wing sprint car. So, uh, non-wing cars, we say they're kind of a little harder to drive, but they're easier to race. And wing sprint cars are a little easier to drive, but they're harder to race. It's harder to separate yourself from your competition with a wing sprint car. So when someone's able to do it consistently, it's, uh, that's really saying a lot. They got You have to have a good edge over the competition to be able to do that consistently, whereas non-wing sprint cars, a driver can make a bigger difference. Uh, you know choose different lines or different throttle control and and you don't have to worry about dirty air things like that you can race a little closer
2: right now uh, uh brady i was at the usac race a couple weeks ago uh at bridgeport there in new jersey and uh after after the heat race you know robert Ballou didn't have uh Some very nice things to say about the the track prep. uh, I don't uh, remember the last time
1: he had something nice to say about anything.
0: (laughs)
2: Yeah, you know, you're 100% right. Every time he comes back, you see him
0: off. Every time he comes back, when you guys do your Eastern Storms, he just, like, he hates it here or something. Every night, he's saying something bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (sighs) Like the boy who cried wolf. Sometimes it's going to be bad, and no one's going to listen. So. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what did I you think. actually if think? If of... interviewed,
1: he must have
0: ran pretty good, so I wouldn't be complaining. But.
2: Yeah, I mean, he ended up playing the feature that night, so it must have so not been fair. that bad. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, they could have taken the check away from him. If you don't like the place here, we don't have to pay you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: You know, not everyone's going to be perfect, but uh... – No. The list, uh, list of racetracks paying on good purses is definitely not getting any bigger. So, um, yeah. And That's and they're, no one's trying to make it bad, I'm sure. But there are places that you get a little frustrated with uh, consistently, you know, kind of drop the ball on stuff. But for the most part, everyone's trying pretty hard to, mm-hmm. to do the right thing and have good racing.
2: Um, now, what did you personally think about uh, the new Bridgeport?
1: Uh, it was a little, it was just a lot different than what I expected. I, the dirt that they used for their temporary 38
2: before yeah.
1: seemed to have a little yes. more grip than what they used for the new, um, the bigger track. So um, it's going to take a little, you know, massaging and stuff. And you got to learn different cars like different conditions. So
2: right. it was probably a
1: little slick for us. But at the same time, another having. You know, probably having trouble in the springtime, the track getting rough, and you definitely don't want that. So, right. um, I'd rather it be slick and kind of try to bring it back than it, you know, get it too wet and it'd be rough. And there's not much you can do about it once it starts doing that.
0: No. Right. Uh, you guys went to also, you went to the uh, Bloomsburg Fairgrounds. You, what was your experience like that there? What did you think of the facility, the track itself, the, you know, all that stuff?
1: Uh, facility's nice. The track obviously is going to need some Improvement some work yeah. but that was the First you know first race on it um, Probably not Ideal to have you know A, a no. big <laughs> national race In your first one but yeah. uh, They tried to run before and it didn't work out and, You know you don't know what other challenges They were facing I'm sure there was some pushback From some of the people In town and the fair board and so They probably just had to push it through and You know once it's all done in your and you're racing It's hard for them to you know, take anything back away from you. So I'm sure there was some political, uh, you know, challenges they had to face and it, it probably affected on how they had to schedule the races and, and get things going. So I know you was pretty instrumental in helping them Levi Jones and everything. So right. probably one of the reasons yes. they chose you to to be one of their first races as well. So a lot, a lot of decisions that have to be made that no one thinks about, but I th- definitely think um, they've got a shot to have something really cool there um they know they need to make improvements and they kind of told us that we're going to try our best tonight give us the best give you the best we can give you but we're going to make some changes and try to make it better and that's all you can ask
2: for really yeah oh yeah absolutely uh so i guess you know the eastern storm this year was i guess kind of cool because you know you went to the new bridge the new bloomsburg you guys also went back to ceilings grove for the first time in a long time so was that your uh is that your first time racing at Sealens Grove, or have you been there before in, in other yeah, cars? Yeah, we ran
1: uh, the Silver Crown car there last year in the, okay. the 360 non-wing car there. We won the 360 portion of that event, and was oh. I think I was running third in the Silver Crown and, and blew a tire coming to the checkered. So um, that was probably my least favorite race of the week because it was uh, <laughs> really dusty for us and kind of hard to see, right. and I'm not a big fan of that, but, um, you know, I don't... I don't know what was the difference between when we were there last year and this year, um, but it just seemed a lot harder to see up there on the top of one and two, but it, it is what it is. So.
2: Right. Um, also, a couple weeks ago, you went for quite a quite a wild ride in, in your, your heat race there. Uh, you know, from the videos, it looks like you're like 30 feet in the freaking air flipping that car. Uh, how beat up were you after that that wreck?
1: Uh, not really very bad. I had uh, my eye went scary for a few weeks after that, and I kind of jammed my thumb a little bit. But other than that, it wasn't too bad. A couple days, being a little stiff, um, which is to be expected. But I right. have uh, definitely hurt uh, a lot worse after Rex than that one. That didn't look quite so spectacular. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you got up and you ran that now uh, You raced that <coughs> night, too, didn't you?
1: Yeah, we had it pulled our backup car out and had to start the tail of the B and um, got third in the B, I think. And that gave us our time back for the A. So I think we started ninth and ran third. So it was a good, uh, good rebound for us for having something bad happen. And that's kind of what we try to do. Don't complain about what happens too much. Just try to make the best of it and get all the points and money that you
2: can. Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, now being on tour with the the USAC national, uh, how, how tough is that? You know, touring across the, the whole country, you know, all summer long.
1: Yeah, USAC's um, schedule is pretty friendly to the racers. We race a lot around Indiana. Um, so our travel compared to other series is much less. Um, you know, we go out Eastern Storm once, we go to Florida. Mm-hmm. And then most of the stuff is pretty close within three or four hours of the shop. Okay. We have a few, you know, we go to Knoxville, we go... Uh, lakeside but for the most part it's it's pretty central centralized around indianapolis Um, and then we go out west at the end of the year but that's kind of one swing two weekends so um makes it a little more feasible to do a little less expensive so it helps uh kind of the bottom line but uh, we, we keep ourselves busy for sure i mean indiana sprint week eastern storm you know running stuff during midget week uh, we we hit a lot of races in a short amount of time in the summer, so um, which is but it's also good at kind of not having to travel that much to race all those races helps out and uh, you know get to, we ha- are fortunate to have a lot of good race tracks right around here, much like Central Pennsylvania has a lot of good race tracks.
0: Uh, Mike and I, we it's on our bucket list. We have to go to India because those dirt tracks out there just look absolutely badass. Which one is your favorite?
1: Uh, Terre Haute is kind of more what you guys would be used to, a
0: big half mile. Um, Yeah. We always run good there.
1: But, uh, every every track, it kind of changes. We we run good on different tracks at different times. So, right now, uh, Lincoln Park Speedway, Putnamville is our best track, uh, for me personally. So, -hmm. that's kind of, we're just kind of circled out on the schedule right now. But, uh, it's been my worst track before, too. So, um, it's kind of interesting how that changes over the years, how you learn, or your package changes, and um, the tracks change, too, so that one's kind of where we run the best at right now.
2: What about uh, Kokomo? Because I think that's like one yeah. of the tracks I really want to get to. I want to hit Bloomington yeah, myself. Yeah, another
1: racetrack that's changed, uh, changed a lot over the years. I mean, um, it doesn't quite have as much banking on the top as it used to, so it races a little different um, than it did a couple years ago, but yeah, I mean, you do have a lot of options so on the top, bottom, middle, um, you can do a lot of things at Kokomo. It's so wide. and uh, I think the thing that makes it race really good is that the, the corners are kind of triangle on the infield. Right. So it opens yourself up to a lot of options. You can enter really low and slide up or you know, come off really low. So I think that's what uh, gives a lot of its character is that unique shape of the infield.
2: Um, now, you know, when you were here for the Eastern Storm, uh, you know, at Bridgeport, they had the, the, the Northeast Modifieds. As the uh, support division, uh, if, if the opportunity ever presented itself, would you jump behind the wheel one of those for a race? Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, definitely. If it was you know the money was right and it paid enough and had some promise to maybe do some other stuff, be interested in it. Uh, usually when we come out there for Eastern Storm, it's not really the best time to, to try something like that. But uh, definitely, yeah, interesting cars, a lot different than what anything we're used to around here. So uh, uh,
0: yeah. yeah be,
1: interested if something came up to, to do something like that always kind of like a new challenge every once in a while
0: uh, yeah. that would be that would be awesome and if kyle larson could get a northeast dirt modified race would you do a one-on-one against them
1: yeah <laughs> i don't know that's fair i'm just a human so. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah
2: <laughs> we uh <clears throat> brian and i have this master plan we're gonna try to get one of the the big promoters here from the northeast to do a an indiana swing you know they do the florida swing every year we want to try to get someone out to do an indiana yeah. swing with a dirt modified so maybe we can we can get that rolling maybe you can get a ride for a couple of races out there that'd be cool
1: yeah yeah that'll kind of playing into my favor a little bit having more advantage by knowing some of the tracks a little better than than the other guys
2: yeah if we uh if we were to put together or try to get someone to put together like a three race swing in Indiana, what what three tracks do you think the modifieds would be a, a good fit?
1: Longsberg. Uh, I think most the shops are probably a little small for them, but uh, Terre Haute would be good. Kokomo would probably be good, and um, uh, I mean, like Eldora, they've raced there before, though. Eldora. Yes, they yeah, have. Probably a good fit. So. I haven't really watched a whole lot of races, big block modified stuff, so I really don't know how they how they race, and I know that they don't have very many small tracks, so it might be interesting to kind of get them on a small track and see, uh, see what really they can do. Some, what would be normal for us out here? Everyone calls when we go out there, Grandview's a bullring out there, which is bigger than 80% of the tracks in Indiana. So
0: <laughs> Really? <laughs> really? But yeah, most of our stuff's like a little bit bigger than Path Valley. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, we have a couple small tracks here in New York. They're like uh, a quarter mile, like Accord's literally a bull ring and a uh, five mile pointer quarter. Mile. Actually, I'd like to see you guys on uh, up at five mile points. I think that would fit nice. It's a nice, it's a nice, it's a neat little quarter mile. It's kind of wide. I think it'd be pretty racing and pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've, uh, we went to Weedsport a few years ago and that place is really different.
0: Um, yeah. Ice. It
1: was a super nice facility. One of the nicest facilities I've ever, ever seen. But uh, it was uh, definitely unique.
2: Yeah, Weed sports uh, always super very slick. slick. Yeah, it's super always slick. slick. Yeah, very,
1: very slick. That's the slickest race track I've ever. Ran. Oh
0: yeah, it's it shines. You can see the reflection of the cars. That's how super slick it gets.
2: Yeah. So, uh, as the, from a driver's standpoint, in the in the non in the non-wing sprint cars, you prefer. You know, something a slick track or you prefer something a little more tacky?
1: Uh, I, I we're pretty good on slick tracks, but I think most of it is just being able to have multiple grooves.
2: I mean, oh, if it's right.
1: Heavy and you can run multiple grooves and the good guys find their way to the front. And if it's slick and you got multiple grooves. Bridgeport, for example, I mean we give them a the top, bottom, middle. Um, but sometimes you get somewhere that either slick or heavy is one lane. It, uh, not quite as much fun, a little harder to, to make progress.
0: Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. It's probably, It might be a little bit of a tough question. You're about Rushmore of racing. Any class, uh, driver, living or deceased, who is your about Rushmore of racing?
1: Uh, for me, it would be probably Steve Kinzer. Uh, I mean, I'm obviously going to be a little more
0: Sprint, oh, car heavy.
1: Car sprint car, a, heavy? Uh, yeah. Sprint car world, um, but Steve Kinzer, for sure. Um, it's pretty. T- he's kind of a no-brainer, and it's a little tough oh, yeah. for the rest of them. Yeah. Him. Maybe like a Jan Opperman. <laughs> okay. Um, I think you got to put Sammy up there, and probably Wolfgang.
0: For, Ooh, oh yeah. Oh, no we could all wing guys.
1: Yeah, and I. Kind of grew up when I grew up and paid attention as a fan. <laughs> I I was from Oklahoma, we didn't even have non wing spring cars at all. So, okay, we you know, kind of growing up, you just kind of how you that forms who your heroes are is uh, can you know, because they're kind of larger than life when you're young, and those are would be the kind of the, the people that I especially Kinzer and Swindell, obviously, uh, the, the <coughs> quicker green Quaker State and the blue channel lot car. Oh yeah, a oh, yeah lot of my childhood.
2: Yeah, very iconic cars. Yeah. Very iconic. Um now on the on the tour uh this year, uh, you know, who's that uh who's that one driver that kinda you know pushes you to do a little bit better?
1: Uh there's I think there's a handful of us right now that kind of rotates. I mean uh Baloo has his moments on at certain times. Justin Grant's there every night, Chris Wyndham's there every night. Kevin Thomas Jr. is there every night. So I think it's collectively as a group, it's not just one guy that's pushing one other guy. It's kind of the whole group pushing everybody up uh, to get better. And then it kind of shows when we run against other, um, you know, regional or local guys, we push ourselves up. And it kind of, there's a little, a little bit of a gap there typically between the top national guys and then the, everybody else.
2: Right. I got you. I got you. Uh, when you guys were here on the on the East Coast uh, for your Eastern Storm, uh, was there uh, maybe a local guy that kind of uh, really uh, stood out or impressed you? Someone who doesn't really know uh, Briggs Danner from- has been yeah. pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alex Bright, I wouldn't yeah. say that I was surprised that Alex Bright has been running good. I mean, he's been racing been racing against him for a long time, and he he's pretty successful in anything he gets in so I wouldn't say that's really a surprise but Briggs Danner's consistency was um, you know pretty surprising. He's kind of a gasser and sometimes that doesn't result in consistency. It uh, can be spectacular and win your share of aces but uh, he, he's able to finish finish pretty well most of the time too so I think that series is really good for non-ring yeah. racing in general to have a kind of that little area kind of building people up and I think eventually, if some of those guys could come out to Indiana, that would make them better, and they can go back and be better, and make everybody else better, and then it'll help our Eastern Storm. You know, we had some pretty yeah, decent cars here for yeah. Eastern Storm, and and good cars too. Not, you know, we used to come out, and the last three or four cars were, you know, not competitive. But that's not really the case anymore. They're all pretty good cars when we come out there.
2: Yeah, we're uh, Ryan. I both are are big uh, Briggs Danner fans, and we had them on the show over the wintertime. And uh, we're, we're hoping in a couple of years he can find himself in a USAC national seat. I
0: think he is. I think he's going to. I think that will happen for him. That's my opinion. but.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely shown a lot of potential. So I know he runs some, some other kinds of cars, too, which is good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm sure he'll just keep getting better.
2: Oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, I think he'd make a, a good teammate to you. What do you think of that? <laughs>
1: I don't think my budget's got that in the cards. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tried, but you know what I mean. I tried. I tried.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, a couple more championships, you might be there, right?
1: Uh, it's uh, pretty expensive to run a <laughs> yeah. race team. so. Oh yeah. You kind of have to have to win a championship every now and then to kind of replenish yourself, the bank account a little bit.
0: What's the one race that's eluded you that you really, really want to win?
1: The Chili Bowl.
0: Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. yeah. Yeah,
1: seems I always have pretty garbage luck at the Chili Bowl and we've had a, you know, opportunity to be in a position to win several times. It seems like something always happens So they kinda screw our week up, which uh it's not really an excuse. You just gotta you know, I think I'm in a better position now to to have a shot to win the next few years. We, I have a, I take care of the car that I race at the Chili Bowl and it's in our shop and kind of get the massage on it a little mm-hmm. more. So the owner's out of Sweet Springs, Missouri, so we race about 10 or 12 times a year and then do the Chili Bowl. And this this year's our first year kind of doing it like that. And, uh, we've been pretty fast right out of the box, so we're pretty, pretty happy with everything.
2: Uh, would you say the Chili Bowl is also probably the hardest race to qualify for?
1: um i don't know knoxville nationals is pretty tough okay um for me it's a little easy. i mean i've never made the a at the knoxville nationals i've made the a several times at the chili bowl but um you know there's a lot of cars at the chili bowl but there's enough events you get to race a heat a fire a prelim night that it gives you a chance to, to find the good guys find their way to the top knoxville nationals their format's so tough
2: Right. Um, with the
1: big invert, and you have to qualify good and you have to make it out of your heat. Um, you know, the heat race at Knoxville is probably the toughest race of the year.
0: Heat races at the Knoxville Nationals. Oh. Yeah, because everybody's uh, who's the who's who, and just about everybody. That's a lot of cars that show up for that. It's a prestigious race yeah, to I mean, win in mean, sprint cars, absolutely.
1: Right. 90 to 100 cars, and, you know, there's 60 really good race cars, though, so. Uh, it's, uh, I've been close a couple times, but, uh, uh, one time I was running second to Stevie Smith in the B main and, and had a wheel
0: break on me. So, uh, 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 uh wow, that's wow. Would you, um, <clears throat> would you like to take a shot at becoming the, the only the second person to win the four crown nationals at Eldora?
1: Uh, I mean, I have ran all four classes several times. We ran, I think there was like two or three years in a row. There, we ran top five in every division. So
0: that's impressive. Uh,
1: yeah, we've done that. Uh, it's it's pretty hard to win them all, though. But uh, we've won a a couple features at the four crown. I've won a mm. sprint car and a silver crown feature there. But pretty tough to win them all at the same in the same year.
2: Now, what's the uh, what's the biggest difference? Uh, you know, climbing into the the USAC car, the the wingless sprint com- compared to the uh, the Silver
1: Crown. Uh, ring sprint car is a little more violent, I guess. You can get yourself into trouble probably a little bit easier. He you know, does wheelies and bike up, and uh, the Silver Crown comes a little more uh, lazy. But uh, there's a lot of a lot of strategy and stuff that goes into Silver Crown racing that uh, makes it. Different, you know, you got to maybe watch your tire wear and, and things like that, stuff that you usually don't have to worry about in the sprint car race.
2: Are these Silver Crown cars much heavier?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're several hundred pounds heavier. Oh wow. Uh, wheelbase is longer. The engine's a, a steel block versus an aluminum block 410. Slow. So there's it, just a lot, uh, you know, that make them heavier and, and kind of slower reacting.
0: How, okay. much a, how much does this? How much does a Silver Crown car weigh? Approximately.
1: I think it's uh like fifteen, sixteen hundred pounds, something like that. Our, our weight God. rule for that's it. Um, well, our well, weight rule for USAC sprint, sprint cars is thirteen seventy five with well. the driver, and I think um, Silver Crown's like fifteen something, so a couple hundred pounds
2: yeah, for the big- minimum.
1: That's the minimum, so that's empty. Um, so at the start of a race on a 100-lap ride a mile, you've got you know 65 gallons of fuel, you know, 300, 400 pounds of fuel extra on
0: there, too. So Arthur <laughs> Modified modifies way more than a Silver Crown car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah wow. Big Block Modified is
1: basically a Silver Crown car with a body.
0: That's a good analogy. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's such have, a great analogy. Straight front
1: axle, straight front axle. Obviously the, the rear end geometry and how that all works is quite a bit different, but um the front end and stuff is is pretty close to the same. Huh.
2: Interesting. I didn't realize they're that I knew they were probably heavier. I didn't realize they were a couple hundred pounds heavier. Holy holy cow. Yeah, I maybe mean, yeah, my like three like hundred pounds. Yeah. Major major components are basically the same as the sprint car.
1: The, from the motor plate forward, it's the same pretty much
2: okay. as a sprint okay. car.
1: Besides the engine itself, but uh, as far as the chassis,
2: um, all the all the
1: extra length is like in the cockpit to the rear. Okay, it's like eight inches so, longer, and then the tail tanks.
2: You know, not so is the uh, the Silver Crown car more comfortable to sit in?
1: Mm, they about the same. They kind of make the cockpits about the same
2: okay. as a sprint
1: car. The actual, you know, the A-frame and everything is pretty close oh, okay. to the same. A pavement Silver Crown car feels like school bus. A <laughs> <running> bus but...
2: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, any any uh, big plans uh, racing the Midget or anything coming up, you know, uh, coming out to East Coast or anything with the Midget?
1: No, we're not going to do the, the Midget east coast swing um we're gonna run next time around the midges i think july 8th in uh sweet or july 11th or july 8th in sweet springs missouri uh it's the day after the corn belt clash at knoxville the 20,000 to win USAC sprint car race at knoxville
2: that'd be, that'd be a good race to watch
0: on flow yeah that's gonna be a great race to watch on flow
1: yeah, we've uh, won that race twice, so we're hoping to to keep it up this year.
0: I mean, me and Mike really think you you Wingless, you USAC guys, you guys are just badass. We just think you're like the cream of the crop of dirt drivers. That's our opinion on that. How how you guys can slide and not, I don't know, have a drinking problem or something because of that is that's amazing. It's like chaos out there.
1: Yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, I think uh, it doesn't quite have the extreme following as, you know, maybe the World of Outlaws do, but um, I think like flow racing and some of the the streaming services are kind of opening some people's eyes to it. Um, I think it's helping all kinds, all forms of dirt racing. I mean, I'm watching late model races that I would never watch normally, and and I think it works the other way around. There's uh, wing spring car people and, and late model modified fans that are watching USAC sprint car races that, that wouldn't have sought that out without the, that, the ability to do so so easy on the, the streaming services.
2: My my personal opinion, the world of Outlaws is extremely boring compared to USAC wingless racing. Yeah, I, I would take <laughs> you guys any day and twice on Sundays. That's,
0: that's from a fan watching. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they uh, definitely don't race as close to each other as we no. do. No. Uh, some people just like their speed of it. They're obviously a lot faster, but uh, as far as the racing goes, I think we do put on a better show.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. When you're three yeah. or four wide, slice it, dice and slide it. That's, as fans, that's what we want to see. I don't want to see this follow the leader. Oh, he's going to go for a slide job. and He's going to start it midway, halfway through the straight. Oh, look, he crossed them up. And now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, a big difference. Absolutely.
2: yeah. Uh, faster doesn't necessarily make better racing. That's for no. sure. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 USAC guys, you guys just put on like the the yeah, show at Bridgeport was a yeah the show at Bridgeport that was my first actual USAC race going to, and I was blown away. It was absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah, we, uh, we it's pretty typical um of USAC racing. So like I said, I hope it kind of gains a little more traction. We can uh, you know have. You know, more races, bigger races, and, and race for a little bit more money.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you guys definitely can it'll race get for there. some more money. Yeah, I mean, it'll get there because
0: the, the talent level, in my opinion, at the sprint car, even the midget level it's it's pretty damn good. It, it's real it's top notch, in my opinion. And you guys putting on yeah, and he, and you keep part putting part. on the shows that you, yeah, and you keep putting on the shows that you guys put on. Because I we have a racing group here, and the more and more, because I, I keep throwing USAC out there, right, Mike?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: They're gonna swear to God we're like the USAC page. Yep. I we'll said, guys, but watch. They're like, this is badass. Where's this Indiana? It's like, we're, well, we're gonna plan a trip to go out there and see these guys. So it's getting there.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, there's people all over the country that do travel to Indiana's Sprint Week and things like that. Uh, you know, there's people in Pennsylvania that might live 20 minutes from go, don't even go because it's yeah, that's you know, true too. Going to like sprint car race and-
2: yeah, well, Williams Grove's a pretty boring track. I've yeah. never been. I've yeah, never
1: been. been uh, I sprint car race there can be good if the track's right.
2: So, hey, he really good good, the year.
0: yeah, he makes a good point. I mean, but Port Royal though.
1: Yeah, I was disappointed we got rained out there. That's.
2: The, yeah, that was the one, one I was looking for. Yeah. When we come out there. Yeah, that's 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 a really nice facility as well too. You know, not just the track, but the whole the whole facility. Yeah, absolutely. Made a lot of improvements there
0: over the years.
2: Uh, before we let you
0: go, is there anybody you'd like to give a shout out to or say thank you to?
1: Uh, we got a uh, you know tons of sponsors that make uh, it all possible for us. So uh, Heads Eyewear, this is our I think our tenth or eleventh year with them. And they're pretty a uh, uh, nice. major part. Actually, one of our major supporters is actually from. Reading, Pennsylvania area. Gene Frank Kolyak helps us with our engine program, um, and then all you know, we just got tons of sponsors, product sponsors, people that have been with us for a long time. Uh, it takes uh, it takes all of them to kind of make our deal uh, keep going uh, week in and week out. So just thanks to everyone that's kind of made it possible really all these years, and hopefully uh, more years to come.
2: Absolutely. Well, Brady, we uh, we appreciate you taking out some time in your busy schedule to come on, and uh, we wish you the best of luck the rest of the year going on.
1: Yeah, thanks.
2: Thank you, Brady. All right, we'll see you.
0: I think we lost him. Yeah,
2: awesome.
0: uh, that, was, that was the Macho Man, the three-time USAC National Sprint Car Champion and current point leader, the Macho Man Brady Breakin. Nice guy. Very nice guy, knowledgeable. Hell of a driver. Oh, I I think he's badass. Yeah. But but then again, all those I just think he's – I just like him better because he's a little more – he goes for it. You know, he's like a sprint car driver. Like, dude, you –
2: He's like – He's like a T-bone. He just throws it out yeah, there.
0: That's, dude. That's
2: wingless sprint car racing. Dude, you know,
0: like look, I like I like Chris Windham, but Chris Windham seems to be more like Matt Shepherdish in that that realm, so to speak. A little more smoother, kind of the difference in styles between the two. You know, it's he's like patient.
2: he's patient. He's right.
0: Brady's like, nah, dude. It's it's go time. I'm here to win, and let's do this. I, I love it. I really love it. Yeah. <sighs> Yes, I, Chris. Yes, Chris is very patient. He'll be there at the end. Of course, hey, he's won a couple championships too. There's, you know, not, not taking anything away from him. I mean, I like most of them except for I really don't. I don't really don't like the Madman that much.
2: I'm not a huge fan of his either. But the man can drive <laughs> a sprint
0: car. There's no doubt about it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So
0: I mean, just because kids, just because we don't like a driver, we never said that they stink because they don't. Yeah, we just.
2: We're just not fans. Don't of them. like them.
0: That's all. It's okay we're, to dislike yeah. somebody.
2: Yeah. If we were all fans of the same driver, the sport be would be boring. so boring. Yeah, yeah. We wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. 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 There'd be no point in having a podcast because everybody would like, yeah, we the, all same like the same driver. person. Yeah. yeah. And we all hate winners
0: too. But then who the hell is there to root for?
2: You'd be like Mandy Pouch and have the same driver on every week. Oh. Oh. Did you see Mike Mahoney was on this week? <laughs> Shocker. Wow. No
0: way. Right? I know. Yeah. Shocking. Oh look, it's Billy Senior. What you're, at, oh, oh right. Um, I I just showed up. I didn't watch any racing really this week. I I don't know watch uh,
2: I watched Land of Legends Saturday night. Uh, pretty good. Uh, the the modified feature was good. Uh, Justin Harris T Bone picked up his first win of the year. Actually, his first win since 2017. Really? Uh, yeah, very emotional win. It's the first time he's won since it, since his dad passed away. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so he was he was pretty choked up there in Victory Lane. I was I was as, as big as of a Matt Shepard fan I am. You know, obviously I want Matt to win every week, but I was I was so happy to see Justin win that race. Uh, if the
0: one week we don't pick the track, I was going to go t- and he wins.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so no, it was it was it was a great race. Uh, the track was a little a little on. The, I know how New York tracks normally are. They're always slick. No matter what. Yeah, they'll slick off. Um, yeah, but definitely. This, but Land of Legends Saturday night for some reason, stayed extremely dusty as well. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was it was super super dusty. Just like dry? Yeah, just like super dry and dusty. Huh. It was it was slick, but it didn't look like it like really like slicked off like a, a New York track really does. Um, and it, it was it was a good race. Justin, I don't remember where he started in the feature, but he 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 was up to the front pretty quickly. You know? He wanted it. Yeah, and, and oh, Eric, he's been
0: close all year.
2: Yeah, and Eric Rudolph And having some good runs. Yeah. yeah, Eric Rudolph just couldn't run him down. Even they had a caution there, bunched him up, and and Justin just drove away from him. It was his night, no doubt yeah. about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you run when you run away from Eric Rudolph and Matt Shepard, that's a pretty damn good night. Yeah, well, especially well, Land of Legends. Yeah, well, Justin can though. That's the thing. He's got yeah, he's he's, he's a talented driver. You know,
0: I, maybe he doesn't get enough credit that he should be getting. He's yeah. grown on me since I've been watching Land of Legends a little bit more. It's like, yeah. yeah, me too. I, I, like was, his... I just, I like his style. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep. 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 So See, there uh... you go. See now, two of your favorite drivers. Well, I don't know if Justin's your favorite, but you like Fuller, Fuller and Matt are kind of same, and you got Justin who's just like the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like the Danny Johnson. I just let it go, dude. You're like,
2: yeah. Just throw her in there and hold on tight. Yeah, we're here to win races. That you know, I'm not here sissy footing around. So, uh, super dirt car race Thursday, Land of Legends. Yeah, and the Twin Fifties at Orange County. Yeah. Which I don't quite understand, but. Well, I guess I guess Brett figures not everyone's going to go to the super dirt car race. No, it's...
0: it also gives the smaller guy a chance because potentially you can have two different guys locked in.
2: And from what, if I read this right, Friesen is going to Orange County and not to the Super Dirt Race. Mm, well, wow. He You know why though? He's trying to lock into that championship. He is. He has a win. He. Oh, is he? Uh, he is locked in. Yeah, there. he yeah. is locked in. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe he just. Obviously, I guess maybe you know when uh, your sponsor owns the track, you kind of got to go. I say. Um, Plus, like, it's, it's twin fifty lappers, right? Yep. I don't know what each well. one's paying, though. Yeah, so... I'd imagine it's pretty well. I mean, normally their big box shows have all been, I think, 5,000 or more to win on Thursday Around
0: nights. There. Yep. And the side uh, the USAC, specifically of USAC, the USAC East Coast is on the bill with them that night, too. At Thursday night at Orange County? Yes.
2: That'd be a pretty cool show.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> I have to save my money because I'm going to Fonda. Yeah, Fonda be cool though. I can't wait. I'm I'm super excited about Fonda.
2: They're racing what Saturday and Sunday. Sunday's the uh, what is it called? The Firecracker. The, Fire the Firecracker that's Fifty. Yeah, Super the Trek, or, uh, Short Track Super Series. Yep. And
0: Saturday or. night, uh, that's uh Saturday night's the uh, Thund, uh, Thunder Thunder throughway. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's race. I want to say race three. I want to say race three. I think it's race number three. They're doing oh, six yeah, races. Yeah, because
2: yeah, yeah, I think they've had one at both tracks already, Fonda and yes, Utica-Rome. Yes, and
0: Utica-Rome. Yeah. Who the hell Oh, Matt Shepard. We don't pick. Oh, yeah, I picked Piketty. I said, you know, I should have went with Shepard.
2: Yeah, should have went. Uh, I won't pick Shepard to win at Fonda. He does. He's, he does, he's he does there. He has won there, and he does okay. Was it last year, the Firecracker 50 when Stu passed him on the last lap? Or was that the year before? It was
0: one of, yeah, I think the year before they were kind of banging coming down to the line.
2: Yeah, yeah. That
0: one, I think it was two years ago. Who the hell wound up winning that? Was it Stu or was it Matt? Stu won. Stu got him coming out of four.
2: Yeah, coming out of four, Stu got him.
0: That's Stu's sweet spot is is getting that run coming out of four.
2: Man, it's his track. There's no, there's absolutely no denying it. that. That's oh, his track. Always, that's, yeah. that's his yeah. bread and butter right there. I
0: mean, the same thing as Matt at Land of Legends.
2: Yeah. Matt, uh, Matt. Matt's not as dominant at Land of Legends as Stu is at I, Ronda. He has been in Orange County lately, hasn't he? Yeah, bet he has. <laughs> <laughs> even, even with Stu there racing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so it was good to see uh, Dylan Stoyer back up Orange County Saturday yeah. night. Yep, he's back home. I think that's a better fit for him than Grandview. Well,
0: yeah, not that he doesn't run Grandview bad, because he does all right, but, you know, you know how it is down there. You ain't from Bechtesville or whatever. Yeah, they don't give a shit about you. Our friend, friend the colonel, decided to uh, stop at Grandview because the Delaware rained out and got himself a top five.
2: Yeah, I'm telling you, when he signed in, I told you he's the best driver there. If he bought his own stuff. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Mike Moresco when you listen to this episode, Mike. Yeah, we got you.
0: We got you, Colonel. We got yeah. you. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll see you on this Saturday. If not,
2: I'll see you when I see you. I probably won't see Mike until Short Track Super Series race at Bridgeport. In July. July 27th, I think. That's that's coming up quick. Yeah, it's, like, it's a Tuesday night show, I believe. Oh, and
0: Orange County's got... Uh, their July tenth show is I think the last one to lock in.
2: Oh yeah, before they take it down to the eight. Yep. That's a Saturday night show. Yep it is. Uh I gotta plan a f- freaking trip to Orange County soon.
0: i uh, yes you do. <laughs> yes you do. Gotta and,
2: plan the trip to Orange
0: County. Because I got you the shirt and also now you're like, yeah, I was fucking there.
2: Yeah, I gotta go. I definitely I'm d da- I'll definitely be there this year. Even if it's not till like Eastern States weekend. Pick pick one of the days out of it. Yeah. Eastern States it's weekend Saturday. will be. Saturday. Cool. Yeah, small block race. Yeah, there's more going
0: on. Yeah. I saw yeah. Saturday was the best day to go for Eastern States because they do more activities and it's it's just it's a it's a great day. That's I think it's yeah. more bankrupt that day. Do they have qualifying on Saturday for the big blocks? I don't know what they do. They change it every. They used to. Saturday was all the heats. They were time trial Fridays in both divisions, and then Saturday was all your heats. Okay.
2: And then your hundred lapper for small blocks.
0: Yeah, yeah. They do the consi the whole steel. <laughs> uh, big blocks would do their heats, and then the following day was the big block consi's the street stock thing. And years and years ago, when I was a kid, they used to throw frisbees out for shape. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was, which was pretty cool. A lot, a lot of a lot of fights going on there with a bunch of hungover men. <laughs> or a Plastic disc that you can throw when it goes through the air.
2: And cost about five dollars. Yeah, if that. If that. I yeah. can get a
0: pack of fifty for five bucks off of Amazon. I mean, come
2: on, dude. <laughs> I mean so
0: supposedly um at Fonda this weekend is supposed to be it's uh, somebody told me it was the Hall of Fame weekend? So they're doing some indu- inductions and stuff into the Fonda Hall of Fame. I, I picked a good weekend to go. Yeah, yeah hell yeah.
2: Even
0: if it even if it does the R word and they're still doing it, I'm going to go just because I'm up there and that'd I'm be... going to see that. And then yeah. I don't know what happens after that. I mean, why not? I'm there. Yeah,
2: that'd be a cool experience. Yeah, you definitely yeah. gotta
0: go to the museum while you're there. Oh God, yeah. I'd be an idiot not to.
2: <laughs> oh hell yeah. Everybody's like,
0: some are saying that's it's, it's pretty cool. Some are like,
2: dude, it's awesome. So. But I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I like, I like history and, and stuff so like that. So, yeah, so the museum. Absolutely. The, yeah, the absolutely. Museum cool. Oh, I'm all about it. Like I, like if I go to Knoxville, I'm going to go through the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. You have, it's yeah. right
0: there in the facility, like, oh, you're yeah. to go? No, what? Yeah. Because
2: something PBR Josh would do. Yeah. He'd be like, uh, what? What's that?
0: hall of fame like, what, what's what's a sprint car does Jeff Strunk drive one of those yeah no no you don't like one of these years i like to go up to whizport and go see the northeast dirt modified uh hall of oh, fame man. yeah that'd be cool that'd be awesome you could make a whole day out of that yeah yeah i'm right it's on the list that in indiana sprint weeks oh wait, indianapolis right there they have a museum
2: oh yeah i would get lost in it. i wouldn't even i probably faint <laughs> And then, uh, you know, we're, we're still going to work on trying to get somebody to do a, a modified swing in Indiana.
0: If anybody we could pull it off, it would be
2: Dale. Yeah, I
0: think so. It would be Brett Dale. Yeah. Because during COVID last year, he was going to all these tracks like Potomac and down yep. in South Carolina,
2: Cherokee Speedway. Yeah, man. To
0: Louisiana.
2: <laughs> He's going back to Louisiana this year, I believe, isn't he, at the end of the year? Is he doing the other $20,000 to win race? I think so.
0: That,
2: looks not... like that little
0: Cajun series looks like it's starting to gain a little traction, doesn't it?
2: It is. They just raced Saturday night, and uh, Brandon Hightower's car won. He, oh, uh, yeah? He hired a driver. I guess he's done racing for good. Uh, this... I, gu- I guess the doctor said, you yeah, know, after that flip in Georgetown, like, yeah, you're done. Yeah, you're done. So he, he's young Phil. He is young. He's I think like 22, 23 yeah. at, at the oldest. Yeah. Um. So he he's got a hired gun in his car, and he he rewrapped the car with a new number and everything. And his driver. Good for uh, him. Picked, Yeah, picked up the win Saturday night. So. Uh, I'm sure that's a tough transition going from driver to to car owner. Donnie Kreitz,
0: Uh, Donnie Kreitz Jr. Yeah. After with his back doctor said, Nah, you're you're done. He's like, All right, so we'll go we'll we'll do like a limited schedule and we'll hire Lance Luista. I think that worked out quite
2: well. Uh yeah, especially Very since well, he picked think? up the win Friday night for the first race of Speed Weeks, you know? Yeah.
0: It, anytime the Tusky fifty comes around for like the fifty thousand dollars, like Lance yeah, is one of the favorites to win.
2: Yeah, that's a world outlaw race, isn't it? All-star race, all-stars, yes, all-stars. Yes. So it's not like it's a bunch of slouches that enter that show.
0: The Dirt Classic is that? That's a big sprint car race too. That's like fifty thousand a win or something too. That Deweese's win, you know, like he's like Money Matt. He's like Money Matt Williamson of sprint cars. Yeah. You fifty 50, 50 years older. The, yeah, yeah. 50, <laughs> yeah. He's like eighty, and uh, that's not. Uh, yeah, you put a 50 grand, like, all right, here. They're like, here, hold my beer, watch this, and they come and they just win that kind of money. They won't do
2: shit all year long. Yeah, is, is he racing weekly? Who, uh, Lance? De, no, Lance Deweese. No, they don't run
0: weekly. Oh, he just runs special shows. Yeah, I, they pick and choose. They're probably on a budget, and this is what racing, we're doing. Just
2: racing for money at that point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, why not? Which yeah, I mean, I don't follow. I don't follow a whole lot of wing sprint car. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, try to keep up with a little bit of it. Yeah, I, I definitely now, that, especially now that we have the the podcast here, you know, I yeah. try to keep up with a lot more different styles of racing, trying to grow my, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. so that we have something to talk about.
0: Yeah, you're not like, ah, oh, USAC, I want, dude, I love USAC. I told you,
2: yeah. dude, USAC racing is so badass. Uh, it's so it's inc- badass. It's incredible. It is. And do it in in car week would be like.
0: Oh, that would just be... See, you like Kokomo. I'll, I'm not saying I ain't going to go to Kokomo. I like Bloomington.
2: Yeah, Bloomington's nice, but...
0: I don't care if I'm
2: in Indiana where it's meant to be. I don't care what track yeah, we go Kokomo. to. Kokomo would be cool. It would be such a cool track to go to. I, I... I really like that other one, too. What's it, Par- Paragon?
0: Paragon. Paragon looks very racy.
2: Yeah, Paragon so, looks So did Lawrenceburg.
0: Nice. So did um, uh, Terre Haul, of course. Uh, yeah. Bloomington, uh, Hofstadt like, was all right. Yeah, I, I didn't mind that one either. Lawrenceburg, Lawrenceburg was. Yeah, I said Lawrenceburg already, but it's like, I, I pick one that you don't like. Yeah, yeah, seriously, <laughs> dude, this is awesome.
2: Yeah, we got to get a trip out there.
0: <clears throat> yeah, start saving after
2: I get my house. Then, we'll, then we'll So go. We'll, what we'll do is we'll pitch it to a sponsor out in Indiana. But look. We're trying to help grow USAC. Why don't you pay for us to come out there? We'll watch a couple races, then we'll go back and we'll talk about it on our show.
0: Yeah. If Mike's going to bring his boat because we're going fishing somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there's lakes out there. Yeah. If not, we'll just, uh, I don't know. This looks good. Mike,
2: just plop that some fish in there. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's always pool, asshole. We'll do that.
2: <laughs> we'll just go. Go buy some goldfish and throw it in there and start fishing. Yeah, yeah not the not the cracker kinds that like our kids eat. <laughs> well, we'll get some of those too, so we have a snack.
0: Yeah, or maybe for the fish. Like Whatever, yeah, for the fish. It's <laughs> Um. Yeah, but USAC's been Bank—they had problems. They've been around since I think 1950. 51, I think. All right, 50, 51. Did something happened in like the 90s that weren't like really around? And then they're kind of here they are again.
2: Yeah. So I was actually
0: talking about this with uh,
2: Trish Craichan. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cause Ryan was big into Ryan, USAC station stuff. Right. Ryan was racing USAC and she said, she said, I don't think she gave me a, an explanation, but she said the same thing to where like USAC used to be like super prestigious. Yeah. And now it's become more of like a localized you know thing it's not as prestigious as it used to be and i don't know i don't think she gave me a reason but she just said that you know that she had noticed that you know with Ryan Racing USAC and and everything else when he was younger okay um, let's say anytime- she she said when uh, Ryan raced USAC when he was younger they were traveling all over the place to race USAC oh, yeah. and now she said it's just so localized and i don't i don't necessarily know that that's uh, a bad thing it may have gone to a localized thing to to make it more affordable to race maybe which right now you yeah. can't. yeah
0: i mean which draws you cars cars are money
2: yeah like i think the usac east coast uh 360 wingless i think that's a great class i, mean, I think i think that's definitely you know uh like uh it's, well. it's like it's like it's growing it's a great uh i guess you want to call it building blocks you know, you know, it's kind
0: of like, okay, it's like the Xfinity Series of NASCAR or a yeah, small yeah, block yeah.
2: driver who's going
0: to be a big block driver one and, day.
2: And USAC has two of them. They have the USAC East Coast and they also have the USAC West yes, Coast.
0: Which is the CRA, the uh, California Racing Association.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, yeah so. It seems to me that USAC it's, is kind of like, let's say you're Lucas Oil. Because Lucas Oil has like, they have the ASCS. They really don't have a 410 sprint car uh, series, but they got, you know, stuff like that, all different kinds of Lucas Oil, this, Lucas Oil, so you The are, late
2: models, and...
0: The late models, right, yeah. but USAC's... Alright, they got the Sprint Cars. We got the East Coast, the 360s, West Coast, 360s, and our boys are here. Right. As far as Sprint Car goes, then they have their Silver Crown, Right, and they midgets. got the Midgets. Right. So, I
2: think... Kinda, so maybe you know whatever happened in the 90s, maybe it was to make racing more affordable, or let's just say they went through a rebuilding process. It's possible, yeah. And now they're now they're just growing the brand bigger. And like you Brady know? said, like the flow the flow helps. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, oh
0: yeah. As so he goes, I'm watching some stuff that I normally wouldn't watch. I'm like, yeah.
2: Yeah, because like us modified guys, we get flow to watch, you know, short track super series and. And, uh, you know, whatever other, Honda, Georgetown, whatever. Yeah, other whatever right. Whatever Right. cup of tea is. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. where your cup of tea is. But then you get on there and you're like, oh, well, this is like me. I picked up, I, watched, I was watching Sprint Cars the other night at, uh, I think, Ventura Speedway. Okay, that's out west. Yeah, so it's like that's you just. Track. The pits are on the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, it's just, you just find stuff. And you're like, oh, let me check this out. And then you start learning about that series and, you know. I would say before this season started, I knew nothing about USAC racing. You no, know? I tried being snobby to me like, nah. like Yeah, nah. yeah. <laughs> and now and
0: you're, now I, like, eh. you're yeah. like, dude, who is that?
2: I'm like, now I absolutely love.
0: Oh uh, yeah, and then you got to see him live.
2: Yeah, now I love USAC racing. Obviously, uh, I'm going with the rookie as my favorite driver, Tanner Thorson. You know, he's he's having an okay year, but the kid. I don't know if he's a kid. I have no idea how old he is. But he's I gonna think be great. He's- yeah, he's gonna be great. He's gonna be great one year, and you know, I am like, "Oh man, I've watched that guy since he was a rookie." You know. I'm telling you right now, the
0: next in the next two to three years, we'll book it. I'll book it right here on the show. Greg Standard's gonna get a he's gonna get a national seat. I agree. I agree. He's gonna get a national seat. He's he's gonna be a decent team, and he, he's turning heads. Was, the three-time national sprint car champion was impressed by him. That tells
2: you something. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 definitely turning heads quick. And then at the beginning of the year, he went down to Florida and ran with him, and quali- went, da- went down there qual not only qualified but you know got top ten finishes at tracks he's never seen before. Never, no, not and he, in a four Yeah, exactly yeah, in a car, it's all, like, Yeah, he's never seen it before, and I I don't know if that was his first time in a 410, but I think it was one of yeah, his okay. first times. And he's seventh in points in the Eastern Storm. Yeah.
0: So it's pretty damn uh-huh. impressive. Pretty
2: I, I, damn impressive.
0: I just say lock it up right now that he's gonna be the twenty twenty one USAC East Coast. Champion. And he's
2: only like eighteen or nineteen.
0: You? Yeah, that's it. You know, so the sky's the limit for that kid. And he's a good kid. It was a great interview, he was a good kid. Look, he was plowing snow, that night we we interviewed yeah, him, yeah, yeah. So I'm just plowing. yeah. He was plowing, pull over, hang out with you guys. Like yeah. uh, you're you're pretty cool. Yeah, hell yeah. So I'll probably see him at Bloomsburg because I think that they added the U- USAC East Coast with the UCs. I'm like, bonus. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, okay, it's guys. 360. It's 360 night, but one's wingless, the other's not.
2: Yeah, so just take your wing off and run both. There you go. That's it. <laughs> I don't know if it really works out that easy. I don't think it does. No, I don't. no probably, the whole set was probably
0: <coughs> way different. Oh, yeah, yeah. For so. sure. I'm going to find this weekend. What do you land the legend is legend le- ha- ha- left out uh, loud speedway?
2: If I have time, uh Parker turns one on Saturday, so That's right. Little, yep. Wow, he's a year old already. A year old already. I remember like one of our first our 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 third show ever was right after he was born. Third show? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Remember I got wow. this? I got the I got the shout out uh, from Chris Moore on Flow Racing. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So little man a year old on
0: our, and we're 51 shows into this already. Yeah, man. Wow. How time flies. Oh, dude, mine's seven, going to second grade already. It's like, didn't I just bring him home? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So oh, I mean,
2: God. with that going, on, I don't know if I'll get to watch any racing. I might just have to catch yeah. some highlights or, or. uh. You know, just pick your brain like, hey, what the hell happened? You know, so uh Saturday, Sunday night I might watch Sunday night's short track super series race. 'Cause uh, for- that'd be on Flow Racing. Yeah. Yep. Actually I, I guess actually I guess Fonda's on Flow Racing, so Saturday night show should be on there too.
0: Yeah, it should be. That be so but i I'm want, still i wanna ask an official if it's sorry at intermission if I can go fishing off the back stretch into the Mohawk River, if that's okay,
2: there you go, yeah, we'll see. see we'll see what happens just just find just find Brett and ask him, <laughs> yeah, like Brett, remember you were on our show back in like January,
0: <laughs> yeah, and <remember> they all the
2: <laughs> shit you're talking, yeah, yeah,
0: what was it to me that was Josh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah
0: so. All right, I guess we're going to wrap this up, kids. Stay cool this week because it's going to be disgusting. Have fun. Uh, PA Speed Weeks is on for the rest of the week because they're doing 10, well, they got six more races after tonight. So have fun. Stay cool. For Michael Clark Griswold, I'm the mouth, and you've been black flagged. Shut the f up!